Hello friends and welcome to Kosher Style Stories by Barbara Hannah Austin. If you love a good story, you're in for a treat. So sit back and relax and listen to Barbara. Damaged at 11 years old, Brooklyn, New York. There is someone near the bed doing something with leather straps. The contrivance is connected to the chartreuse velvet headboard of my parents' bed. Their bedroom is now my infirmary. Nothing is real. I'm in and out of dreams. It isn't okay to sleep. I'm being roused by a prickly face close to my cheek calling my name, waking me. It's Zayda. It's his stubble on his face. His sweet breath comforts me. Zayda yells something in as loud a whisper as one can whisper. Then with one jerk, whatever the thing was affixed to the headboard comes away. He throws it into the hallway, mumbling in Yiddish. It crashes against the wall. When I asked later, they explained the device had been created to hold my head still because a long time ago, I came close to dying. It was my ninth birthday. My parents sang me awake with a chorus of the birthday song and pointed to my present waiting in the yard below near the old lilac bush. I flew out of bed down the steps to the garden door. The purple blossoms, heady fragrance filled the air and I straddled my brand new fixie. On one bright sunshiny Sunday later, my father accompanied me on my inaugural bike ride. I saw him not more than a half a block ahead and pedaled fast to catch up. As I started to cross over the road, an oncoming car failed to stop. Both the bicycle and me were nearly demolished. Why wasn't I immediately taken to Veneer's hospital? Or if I was, why didn't they keep me there? Or did they tell my parents to take me home to die? Now, so many years later, the vision etched within me alive. There was the piercing screech of brakes, then nothing. My head hit the curb. My left eye felt like it was being pushed out from the inside, and the taste in my mouth was the taste of pennies. I can still see Zayda's hands like feathers atop my head. He kissed me and took my hands in his and chanted, davening like on the high holidays in synagogue. Zayda had slept in a chair for four days, four nights, until Nurse Marie came. In my memory, he left my bedside crying, shook Nurse Marie's hand and whispered something in her ear and walked out. Sometimes I wonder if I would be me without my memories. A few days later, I finally realized I'm not in my own bed and I'm wearing my cats and drama kids' flannels, pajamas. My mother is scared to hysteria. But this I learned much later. One night, I was supposed to be sleeping. I overheard her lamenting to Aunt Gertie on the phone. That husband of mine, a bull in a china shop, I cannot trust him. It sounded like she blamed my father for the accident. That night, I didn't close my eyes. It was a happy day when Dr. Toback, my doctor, said no more medicine. We celebrated with my most favorite dessert in the whole wide world, a Charlotte Russe. My mouth still waters imagining the five-inch high whipped cream tower on a round of cake covered in chocolate sprinkles and topped with a stem cherry. When I was allowed to sit up, Marie propped me with pillows, many, many pillows. There were head-supporting ones, armrest ones, and all-around-the-bed ones. There were even pillows around the bed on the floor, even though I couldn't dangle my feet yet. I didn't know till years later what was the matter with me. It was something with my brain, since every doctor that examined me would ask me dumb questions. One insisted that I say the alphabet backwards. If you do it first, I said, and burst into tears. It was the first time I cried since I was put to bed. 
Thank goodness Marie opened the bedroom door wide and pointed a demanding finger for him to leave. Crying was dangerous, I thought. Later in my recovery, it was strangely disconcerting to find that my skull had cracked. The breach went from the front left side of my forehead near the hairline to the back, like a newborn, but on the side, not in the center. They really should have told me because there were times that they never knew about. I would get out of bed and guardedly walk to the window to see the trees. Faking a nap once, I quietly opened the other bedroom door. Dr. Toback and Marie, my nurse, were having a real nap on the bed. They really liked each other, I guess. One time, Marie gave me a real paying job, one that was not at all easy. There was this little box with small folded packets of yellow powder inside. I learned later it was sulfur. The trick was to open a packet into a spoon of Gerber's apricots. Carefully and without spilling, lick the spoon clean and collect one Oreo cookie. It was not a small triumph. My children were in school many years later when a package arrived tied with string and brown paper inside. There was a stack of yellowed medical reports. It seemed to be salvaged from a garbage heap. I see my name spelled out, Barbara Hannah Rubin, female, nine years of age, residing with parents, etc. There was no mistake. I had in my hands the medical history of my accident, along with cards, letters, and newspaper clippings. At 9.15 a.m., I down a large glass of wine, one page at a time, out loud, deliberate in my enunciation. Page 1. Traumatic brain injury, commuted fracture, etc. Page 2. Continual internal hemorrhage, duration four weeks, complete cessation six weeks, etc. Page 3. Vocal possible neurologic deficits, Address monthly for 12 months, etc. Emptying the rest of the Merlot into my glass, I lay down on the sofa and closed my eyes. I see my nine-year-old self sipping milk through a bent glass straw. Queen for a Day is on the radio, and a contestant is woe is meing to win a washing machine. Waking, my face is wet. I clutched a tattered telegram from Cousin Josh, who was in the Navy, Postmarked June 29, 1944. It read, War over. Get better. Coming home. Kosher Style Stories are written and read by Barbara Hannah Austin. With episodes produced and edited by me, E.L. Richards. For Fat Femme Media in association with Big Shtick Productions. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you're listening to this right now. You can also help others find Kosher Style Stories by giving us five stars and leaving a detailed review. We promise to read all of your comments. Thanks for listening.